Lamb <laughs> Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Beers with the Brewers podcast. Today is Thursday, June 9th of the year 2022. My name is Eric and I am joined today with creative director and co-founder, Mr. Walt Keys. Hey, here I am. <laughs> director of Brewing Operations, Chris Helderman. Hello. Director of Communication, Meredith Miles. Ahoy. <laughs> Ooh, thank you for. Uh, it's, it, we would be remiss if we left out an it's ahoy true. today. It's so true, and we are also uh, pleasantly welcomed, or, or welcoming, I should say rather, uh, our for the first time on the podcast, uh, TK, our director of events. Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast, TK. Uh, today, guys, uh, we are introducing a brand new concoction from Land Grant Brewing. We are introducing you all to a brand new grapefruit IPA. We are calling it Ruby. How does it taste? Well, our notes say it tastes refreshing grapefruit with lime. I actually have yet to take my first sip, so I'm really excited to do that. But Should we in all the just meantime, take a pause and take a sip? Just really take it all in? Oh, but yes, let's do that. Cheers. 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 Yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, Mr. Helderman, why don't you tell us uh, about what's going on in this beer? What's going on in this beer is there is a, it's a grapefruit IPA. Um, there is actual grapefruit in this uh, beer, as well as some key lime juice, which we, uh, we find uh, kind of adds a little bit of complexity uh, to uh, a lot of our beers. A lot of our fruit beers kind of gives you um, just a little bit more. Um, whether it's a berry that you're adding... Uh, a little bit more fruit flavor too, or it's uh, this just adding a little bit more complexity to your uh, to your grapefruit. Um, it's really done us well. Uh, ABV of six point three percent, IBUs of forty nine. As you know, I care about that all very much. So um, we've got CTZ and Amarillo hops, um, uh, our standard two row, pink grapefruit juice, and some white wheat are the fermentables. And uh, we did this with our house strain of Hornendahl. Um, as far as what you're getting from all of these things, uh, you know, a little cereal bread dough from the, from the malt, um, pink grapefruit juice. You should be getting a lot of strawberry and apricot. No, it's, it tastes like grapefruit. <laughs> it's, it's grapefruit juice. Just, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, kind of tastes like you uh, you peeled that grapefruit and then took a big old bite out of it. Yeah, it doesn't taste like candy grapefruit. It tastes like like grapefruit the fruit, which I feel like I find with a lot of like grapefruit beers or yeah. grapefruit flavored things. It's like a candy flavoring, but this tastes like real grapefruit. It's great. That's what I think I like the most about it is that it's like the, the kind of bite, the pith, like from a real grapefruit. You can taste that it's it's real and not artificial or like grapefruit flavored, but instead just tastes like grapefruit. Yeah, no, this is uh, real grapefruit juice. Um, I don't know where we get from. We get from somewhere, obviously. And they, uh, they, and, and we, uh, I think we did a couple tastings, and we picked the uh, the one that gave us the, the most grapefruit-like uh, flavor. There are different different processing techniques you can use with fruit juices and fruit purees and everything, and and so we tend to try to shop around as much as we can. Um, 
And, uh, yeah, from the uh, Amarillo, you should be getting, you get grapefruit slash orange anyway. Um, and then we do get some, uh, some of those tropical fruits from our yeast as well. Um, so, yeah, I, like, like everyone's saying, it really tastes like grapefruit. Uh, you get that on the nose, uh, how it smells, and you get that um, definitely in the, in the taste as well. Um, and you do get that little um, pithy reminder that, oh, there is grapefruit in this. So I, I, uh, I think this is, uh, does a very good job representing what you uh, would expect from the label and the style name. Speaking of that label, it does kind of bring to mind, like, uh, tropical Hawaiian shirt. Uh, what was the inspiration there, Walt? And what's the, what's with the spelling? Grapefruits was the inspiration. <laughs> it's shocking. Um, no, the, the word ruby is spelled with an I, and that's just the Spanish word for... Uh, Spanish for ruby? For ruby. Yeah. Yes. Like the, ruby like is, in fact, Spanish yeah. for yeah. ruby. I, like, I, I confused myself about whether it was for grapefruit or for... Um, Ruby as in the gem, but yeah. So basically, the idea was like the in, the inside, the flesh of the grapefruit, also being a uh, ruby, as in the uh, the gemstone. So yeah, you got a you got a grapefruit tree there. Um, you got some grapefruits with the peel still on, and you got one cut in half there among the leaves. And on the inside, you got the the diamond pattern or the the ruby stone pattern. That ruby stone is almost in like an abstract art sort of aesthetic too which pretty yeah, cool. I didn't want to be too uh, on the nose with it my favorite was when we were talking about this the thing I love about working with a brain like Waltz is he can walk away and say like I got it like I got the idea and then he just yeah, and those, sketches it those, out those, and those leaves are probably not um, correct um, in terms of what uh, grapefruit trees leaves look like so don't at me about that please <laughs> I just wanted it to look fun and tropical to all our West Coast listeners. Refreshing. Is grapefruit is grapefruit native to the West Coast, or can we do, do we grow them here on the? Uh, we'll have to ask our producers to look that up during yeah. the pod. We'll, we'll put it in the show notes. Uh, shoot, I did look up where grapefruit originated while researching the name, and boy, I could probably just Google it real quick and look at Wikipedia. But off the top of my head, I believe it was in. They're primarily grown in Florida, Texas, and California, but. I feel like they originated. Florida in, is the in only state South in the country America. where white grapefruits are grown. So this is what I love doing the podcast. I feel like I learn something new every time. We actually, when we were when we were brainstorming about this beer, knowing that it was coming, I remember we looked up the origin of grapefruit, as in why it's called a grapefruit, mm-hmm. and that was one of those things that, as we talked about all the different ways a, a brand can go and a name can go, we felt like that was something that people should know, like why. Like, why is it called a grapefruit? It felt like something that, don't you think if someone just asked you, that's like something we should know, but we most people don't. And my, my thought of it being originating in the Caribbean or South America was correct. It originated in Barbados. Barbados. So there you have it. Yeah, because the thing we learned about... Just why, like Rihanna. ...why they call them grapefruits is because they grow on a tree in bunches like grapes. Yeah. Which is the thing that was like, like we didn't really realize that. Yeah, but so they're they not look, all scattershot like an orange would be. Like You get like six or seven yeah, grapefruits Yeah, you get them in like bunches together. that look like grapes, mm. essentially. That's got to be a big tree. Yeah. Hardy well, tree. Yeah. It's a heavy. So... Let's go into the next question I have for you guys. And uh, for listeners who may not know, uh, such as possibly TK, we do our, uh, we're going to ask, um, how crushable is this beer? How crushable is it? So if you were at home, 
drinking responsibly, with a six-pack of ruby in your refrigerator, how many of these rubies are you able to crush in a single night responsibly uh, before you, 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 you quit? Starting with you, Walt. Scale of one to six. One to six. A whole six right there. I mean, I'd say if it's like a hot day and you're sitting out in the backyard by the inflatable pool, mm. I mean, I this is pretty good and... Like the fruit isn't overwhelming, it's not too sweet. 6.3 percent. Um, 6.3, it's not super big, but not super light either. I'm gonna go with a f- five. Wow, all right. I was uh dance between a four and a five. Walt gave me some inspiration. We'll go with five. Yeah, four, four seems too low, five seems pushing it just a touch, but yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with the, both of those sentiments. TK. <laughs> Um, all right. This is, it's so refreshing. It's, it's really quite delicious. And grapefruit happens to be my favorite, um, fruit flavor of beer. So I'm going to go with five as well. The, the 6% cannot allow me to say six. Okay. Meredith. Um, I'm not just a follower, but I am going to say five. I would say, I would say to Walt's point though, if I was like, super air-conditioned living room situation, probably a four, because I'm not really, like, as thirsty in that in that vibe. But when I get into a warm, thirst-quenching environment, it's a five for sure for me. Not even a, not even a wavering. It's a hard five. All oh. right. R- oh. Real quick. Go ahead. TK, you said it was a five, and then later you said it was a six. Six percent allowed you to go six. So I'm it curious. Was, Did yeah. you really want to say six? Do you really think this is a six crusher? <laughs> or... Was it just a misspeak? Okay, so it is not a six, only because of the six percent. If if I could handle the six percent without falling asleep, it would be a six. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking responsible here. We are talking responsible. We're always talking responsible. All right, don't screw this up. I'm going four. Oh no, he didn't. Yeah, only because the citrus bomb. That I'm getting, I feel like I like it, but it does kind of eventually start to leave like a bitter citrus like taste in the back of my tongue. And I, I trust me, I dig it. Okay. Well, to be fair, well, but can, I don't know if we I can, can scrap my whole five alive thing. I was going to shout, uh, you know, because yeah. you screwed Thanks, it up Eric. for us. <laughs> there are five people here. It's up to you. We're not ringing the bell, but it is a 4.8 average crusher, and therefore, roundup, it's a five. It's up to him to divide 24 by five. I did that math in my head, and I was proud of myself. Way to go. I couldn't even begin. I'm sorry to everybody down on that one. But no, this is a super refreshing, super crisp, and uh, delicious, delicious beer. Thanks for coming today, Eric. (laughs) I'll see myself out. Uh One thing I know when I was talking to Dan about this beer, part of his inspiration was the Paloma, just from a cocktail perspective, and and sort of when you think about the profile of this beer, while it's definitely got IPA vibes and it has a little bit of that bitterness, I do think, like, we've talked a lot about how there are certain almost like cocktail pivots you can make with beers that we have. If you're, if you're drinking this, why don't you try that? And while it's got a little bit of that bitter bomb because of the nature of the real grapefruit and a little bit of the hop bite, I do think it would be worth, if you're a Paloma drinker, giving it a try. I feel like we should take some of this over to Seven Sun and have them put some frozen Paloma in. Ooh, yeah, know. a little that floater. Would be That'd be bomb. delightful. Yeah, that'd be really, really good. Well, uh, guys, we do have a question from a listener this week, which is really, really, I mean... Long-time listener, first-time caller submitter yeah we have rob from youngstown we have listeners in youngstown ohio folks this is we got, we got listeners all over Go the city right yeah. yeah rob wants to know with the jenny's party in the rearview mirror what are you looking forward to the most this summer at land grant 
I think it's a great question, Rob. It is a good question, Rob. We appreciate you reaching out and asking us. Well, you just put this thing on cruise control and just glide into <laughs> into curling season. Oh, right. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, nothing, so much. To no stops on. between if now we and could curling. Find a way to do curling in the summer. That would be. That would be. The I don't thing think there's a chiller board. large enough for that. I think that's called that. a shuffleboard. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Or our friends at the Columbus Curling Club could always take care of you <laughs> on a different level. Uh, no, I'm obviously being facetious. There's a lot coming up right this summer and a lot to look forward to but most of all (laughs) want to answer the question Walt? most of all (laughs) i'm looking forward to a return to cooler temperatures in the fall Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's what you're looking forward to the summer at land grant is the cooler temps in the fall no i think the thing i'm most looking forward to hasn't been announced yet um but i'll tease it here and it's something we kind of did in the past but um, the return of the... I'm not going to give any like real details about this because it's going to be really cool. And uh, a lot of those details are coming together. But the return of the um, beer garden beer garden adjacent three-on-three basketball tournament. <gasps> TK, as our events director, what do you look forward to the most? Oh, my gosh. You've got the full schedule in your so head. Many Ready things. to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's um, like, do you mean this week? Yeah. <laughs> Next do week? you mean this week? <laughs> this month? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, there are lots of fun events coming up. Uh, a lot of things that details are still being worked out. So um, I probably shouldn't give any more teases. So I will just say I am very excited for all the live music that's in the beer garden this, this summer. Um, we've got the vendor markets that are happening every week. I, truly every day here, there's something happening. Um, so I'm just looking for no rain. That's like what I look forward to most <laughs> this summer. Cute, no, cute rain. no rain. Yeah. New, new, new. Keep it dry. <laughs> I think this week's Franklinton Friday is going to be amazing. Ooh, yeah. yeah, I do too. Tomorrow's Franklinton Friday. Yeah, Franklinton Pride. But yeah, we have Pride. Uh, Strong Water will be open with the, or oh, I'm sorry, 400 uh, Rich Street will be open with all their uh, art. Studios. Studios. <laughs> the flea will be the out music. there. Yeah, and it's just going to be, I mean, Friday night's weather looks like it's going to be great. Uh, I think yeah, Friday night's going to be awesome. And also, Jaws on July 5th, one of my absolute mm. favorite movies. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be that's, your, that's your answer? I probably Rob? should. Are we allowed to say that? Yeah. All summer? I mean, we're not sure. Different, there's no different one, movies we can and cannot say. So. It's fine. It's well, out there now. Jaws, July 5th. <laughs> he reiterated. Double down on We're going to need a bigger podcast. <laughs> yeah. We're, going to need a bigger bigger legal team. Um, I think from my perspective, one of the things we have coming up later this this month is the Family Pride event. We did it for the first time with Stonewall last year, and I think that uh, one of the things we've learned is that while Pride is amazing, and there's so many amazing events here in Columbus alone, the opportunity to create a space for families to celebrate Pride is a really cool thing. So we're really excited to partner up on that. That'll be on June 25th. It's a Saturday, so more details to come. As TK said, we're about to uh, get all of those details out to you all, but we're, I'm really excited for that. And I think, honestly, it, it kind of doesn't count as summer maybe, but um, I always look forward to the anniversary party because I just love that time of year. And um, if you're saving the date, it's October 1st this year. So, Man, um, you're doing great. Yeah. I mean, I, I have to talk about it a the lot. The question so. was this summer, guys. This yeah. summer. This summer, rain I am in, spending in. this summer looking forward to October 1st. <laughs> <laughs> no. cooler temperatures. Yeah, exactly. No. Uh, honestly, I think for right now, the short-term answer is, is family pride later this month. I'm super excited about Halloween this summer. <laughs> <laughs> this summer, I can't wait for a white Christmas. 
No. Uh, Mr. Helderman, did you have a, we didn't get here from you yet. What are you looking forward to most this summer? Summer. Well, I'm, I always, every year I look forward to Christmas in December. <laughs> uh, um, so I'll be looking, no, I'm just, um, no, I, I actually really, and those of you who know me would be astonished that I'm going to say what I'm going to say. But I really look forward to um, the uh, live music Thursdays and Sundays that we um, have. Uh, I'm not I'm not a big live music guy. Um, it's true, but it's been I a hot do, topic in the office. It has. There's been some some debate, some judgment uh, on all sides. Um, but no, I, I think it's great to sit down and have a beer. Um, if you've uh, ever seen me and a little blonde four year old, three year old, whatever. Um, up front, that's there. Two people dancing. That, that could be me and my daughter. She always, every time she has live music, she's like, "Hey, can we go dance?" And I always say, "Sure, why not?" So we, neither of us can dance, but um, that's what we do, and it's a lot of fun. So I, I really just like the uh, low key vibe that um, that the live music and those uh, early Sundays, and then I guess later Thursdays early in the day Sundays, later in the day Thursdays kind of provide us. Yeah, just dance like no one's watching, Chris. I do. Because we all are. Everyone's watching and everyone's like, man, that guy is dancing like no one's watching because, wow, <laughs> it's not good. It couldn't be anything else. All right, well, with that, guys, uh, let's transition to our weekly rundown. Uh, Walt, do you want to tell us what's happening in the beer garden uh, tonight and the rest of this week? It would be a pleasure and an honor to do that right now. Um <clears throat> Here we go. <coughs> Do you want to keep that in? Let's yeah, go. keep that Let's in. Our throat clearing to uh, run through this incredible lineup of uh, activities and fun events. Tonight, being Thursday the 9th, we have our music series, E.T. Pickens, featuring former land-grant employee Tony Pepperoni, plays 6 to 8 p.m. in the beer garden. Um, we do have live music every Thursday and Sunday. Uh, Friday, as we mentioned, is Franklinton Friday. Uh, and this month is going to be the Pride edition of Franklinton Friday. Um, we've got music from So Random and Corey Michaels in the Beer Garden. And our benefit Franklinton Friday benefit beer, um, which uh, is uh, we're partnering back up with our friends at Franklinton Arts District for that. Um, and it is featuring the art of our new friend Dexter Komakaro. Komakaru. I'm hoping he's saying his last name right. Um, but he's Dexter, and he goes by Dextros Online, D-X-T-R-O-S-E. Check him out on Instagram. Um, releasing a beer, which this month is a blueberry mosaic, mosaic. sour. Mm-hmm. It's so delish. should be good. The can looks great. Um, come down, try that out. Uh, see some music. Uh, pop around the neighborhood. Check out all the awesome stuff going on for Franklin Friday Pride Edition this month. Saturday, Studio Torch and Moto Yoga Hybrid Class, which I mean, I assume is some sort of yoga. I must interrupt you. I'm actually torch teaching this class. combo edition. TK is teaching it, so you, she can <laughs> tell you about it. What are you doing at 9:30 a.m. at the Saturday sold out? Are yeah, you doing? So, it's sold out, so, well, <laughs> so you know. Every sun, every Saturday, we are going to have moto yoga here in the beer garden. The second Saturday of every month, we are partnering with Studio Torch 
So um, participants will come to Studio Torch for a half-hour outdoor workout. This month, I happen to be teaching, so come see me. Um, but every month, it'll be a little different. We'll have a half-hour workout, then we'll run or walk to Land Grant. There will be half-hour yoga, and then we finish with a beer. Second Saturday, every month. It should be noted that Studio Torch is um, basically directly across the 400 West Rich parking lot from Land Grant over in the River and Rich complex so when she says run it's not that far it will, it will not take walk. long <laughs> yeah it's not too bad so yeah that's saturday um uh sunday we have our music market um the vendor market this week is goes from 3 to 7 p.m and it's curated by the lizard wax co and uh live music from harmonic soul band um they're playing four to six uh and as i mentioned we have live music every sunday afternoon in the beer garden um, and then, uh, as always, Ray Ray's and Light Night Slice are open on Sunday. They're open Thursday through Sunday. Late Night Slice here on Monday as well. Um, speaking of Monday, Cornhole League uh, starts up this week. Weather permitting. Weather permitting, <laughs> we should say. Um, so check them out. What's the website? Uh, GoCornhole.com. GoCornhole.com. What's cool is that you can come and play socially, like alongside. So if you want to come down and check out the league, even if you're not a participant in the league, you can actually play alongside the league. And then I think for the first week or so, you can actually hop in if you're interested. And a lot of fun. Give you a T-shirt, cool prizes, all sorts of stuff like that. There you go. Um, And then uh, Monday is also the rain... uh, the rain date for our documentary premiere of Path of an Underdog at 7.30. Um, again, weather permitting, so hopefully that works out. Um, late night slice here on Mondays. Tuesday is 614 day. It is June the 14th, so 614. And that's how marketing is done. Um, and that starts, uh, <laughs> we got trivia at 6, hosted by our friend Travis Hoesher. Um, he does pop culture here every Tuesday. And then following that, uh, Wave, uh, we Amplify Voices, the music-based uh, nonprofit here in town, um, will be here with their uh, We the Change, We the Change Showcase. Um, that's featuring special guest performances from Eric Rowland, Mir, Trek Manifest, and Ty Khalil, and as well as a gallery of incredible self-portraits from some of the We the Change students. So there you go. That's a big Tuesday. Tortilla Street Food here on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, Two Fat Indians here every Wednesday. The best. They're great. So, so what, great. I, what I didn't hear, we do have a new truck in the beer garden. What's their schedule? Because oh, I'm a yeah. big fan Dodo of this donuts, truck. Yeah. Dodo Donuts. I am not a big foodie, but I do love these Dodo Donuts. I don't know what it is about them. They're amazing. Well, they're miniature, so you can kind of, like, if you're not a big donut person, like, if you don't want to eat, like, a giant donut or you're not a big sweets person. They're donut size. Yeah, you can have a little Ooh, bite, donuts. and it's perfect. Nice and you reference. can share, you know, they come in, like, uh, servings of like six or eight per flavor and four per <laughs> flavor. <laughs> I must have gotten hooked up, which which is great. They're great people that run that place. Um, so you can share them. They're delicious. They're they're served warm right out of the fryer. And the, every one that I've ever had has been great. They're so good. But what's their schedule? Because they Their have- schedule, actually, uh, for those who are inquiring here on the podcast, Eric, Eric we're going to write it down. <laughs> I'm going to go out there right now if they're open. So they're from 4.30 to 11. So we're talking p.m. 
Thursday through Saturday, and then on Sundays, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. So if you wanted That's to have crucial. like a, a morning donut experience, Sunday's your day. A little donut brunch? Yeah. But I have, nice I have it on, F1 racing. Well, I have it on good authority that they will likely be able to accommodate that F1 racing crowd mm-hmm. uh, in the coming weeks. Probably not the upcoming race we have because it's a 7 a.m. race so that may not be the one but uh you know in the following weeks uh after that we're hoping to have them available for our f1 fans who flood the beer garden at 9 a.m for these grand prix so that's really exciting too early yeah it's true yeah and they have very tasty cold brew as well if you need a little caffeination boost when you're here milk for kids they got it all. More Milk for kids. Or, or adults, depending, who you, are. depending who you are. To cold brew. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, as you mentioned, we are showing all the F1 Grand Prix um, here, sort of regardless of what time they start. So there's that 1 a.m. race in Japan. We will be showing that. We will also show them Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon, whenever they're on. So yeah. if you're an F1 fan, come on down. We've been getting great turnouts for them, and it's a lot of fun. Super fun. Well, in closing, when I'm in the driver's seat, I like to ask for recommendations. So that was a good F1 Ooh, um, transition. Seat. Yeah, I know. There. That's you. how marketing's done. Thank you. That's it. that is how it's done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys have any? As we part, uh, any recommendations to the listeners, whether it be a beer, a band, a movie, a book? What's going on? I don't know. What has anybody here seen Maverick? Top Gun Maverick is it's, all I'm hearing about. Seen it so, twice. It's great. Seen it twice. Love it. Wow. Big Let me some Tom budget over here. <laughs> <laughs> some planes, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Top well, Gun, that was gonna be, you stole it from me, but yeah, I you haven't just, seen Top Gun. I, it's all the theater. rage. I feel like we should at least I touch on it. I have to say, speaking of movies, you you will not find me watching Top Gun. However, there is a local movie called Poser that came out last Friday, and this yep. this Friday tomorrow is Poser Fest at A and R Bar yes. and the basement, and a lot of local artists that have played here as well as other places here around the city, will be featured in the film uh, and also performing at Poser Fest. Yeah. So y'all should Shout out to Joey H. He's probably sitting he's over probably, there right now. Yeah, he's probably within his arm's reach. I actually went and saw the premiere of Poser last week. And Which with thing? my ticket, it was great. Awesome. It was really great. I, I tried not to get too engaged with what it was about and how it was going to go. And I sat there waiting with bated breath and things happened. And I was Ooh. I was very satisfied when I left that theater, and it was cool because it happened to be when the um, cast and crew were uh, up there talking, doing a little Q and A afterward, which was really neat. But honestly, seeing a you know a film shot in Columbus, and like I mean, we're talking like scenes in our ba- literal backyard, like at Idea Foundry in the parking lot, like the things we see every day. That alone was just a really fun experience to just not only see like our friends I think Hakeem is in the opening shot of the movie and it's just like oh cool like Hakeem is one of our bartenders here it's really it's it's fun stuff Amber has a speaking line you know those types of things so it's cool to see a lot of friends um, and familiar faces and places in the movie but then again Poser Fest what's cool is my ticket even came with a ticket to Poser Fest so oh. like it was like a dual thing yeah, that I thought I heard, was a really we have tickets to the show and I heard if you take it to the theater they'll give you can you then free redeem admission. it yeah, yeah I think and it's it's just it's very full circle and very cool hyper local very cool yeah very cool support local very cool and there's cool. a beer called Poser by Land Grant that you yes. can get at the Gateway Theater where Poser is being shown if it's shown. not sold out I bought a lot of them the other night so I don't know <laughs> if there's still any Meredith hoarding all right, guys. Well, that's going to do it uh, for this week's episode. I'm sorry, Walt. Did you have one more thing to say? <laughs> the new Angels and record's really good. Hell yeah. That's a great reco. That's all I got. Chris. I've been gardening a lot lately. <laughs> and I recommend gardening. I there actually you. recommend wildflowers. 
What what's good to plant right now? I have no idea. Grapefruit. I don't. <laughs> what what are you planting right now? So I I've been grapefruit some strawberries. Seeds. I just planted some <laughs> cana, some cana bulbs. So I guess they just be canas, but you plant them bulb fashion. Um, but I I started uh, my wildflowers last year, and some of them came back this year, and it makes joy flow out of my heart <laughs> to see my little fuzzy boys, those being <laughs> the bees, fly around and get their nectar. Yeah. It makes me very happy, and uh, bees need our, all the help we can get. So uh, there you go. That's my recommendation. There you go. And that'll do it for this week's episode of Beers of the Brewers. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And as always, please remember to tip your bartenders. We'll see you here next week. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Bye. Cheers.